0: Welcome to the Mindful You podcast. My name is Alan Carroll, and I am your host. And today today we're going to be talking with a psychic clairvoyant professional psychologist someone who has been involved with the healing business for an entire lifetime someone who freely travels what we'll call the transdimensional states of consciousness and has conversations in the present moment with guides and masters. She is incredible. Her name is Jean Fassard, and I'm pleased to be able to share with you Uh, Gene's wisdom, knowledge, amazing stories, artist, writer, meditator, star traveler, amazing. So please welcome Gene to our Mindful You podcast. Jean, welcome. Welcome to welcome, the Alex. Mindful You podcast.
1: Yes, thank you for inviting me.
0: Very happy to be able to have a conversation about mindfulness, about your book, The Visions of a Star Traveler, and all the different things that you've accomplished and done in your life that most people, and I'll say most people that I've ever come across, don't even know the experiences that you've had are even a possibility. And we're going to look at uh, mindfulness. And I know you have some thoughts about mindfulness and the ego and the being. And so from your point of view, from your experiences, how would you define and and explain the the mindfulness and the ego to our audience?
1: Well, my experiences with mindfulness were, um, well, first of all, I'll give a definition. It's focused attention that can reveal an underlying state of consciousness. And by focusing very deeply, I found that I entered into other states of awareness that were actually very healing and things of the world fell away. And I was more aware of the essence that under, un, is underneath all the forms so it was very powerful. Very cool. ego, you know, is something with the personality. And um, we're all more than that. We're all more than our personality. And we're all more than the thoughts and the uh, feelings we have now. And I was thinking about it this morning. There are many different levels of mind. And I have worked on various levels of mind and had many experiences with them. And we're, we're more than that, too. I... I realize now that it, it is so vast and so interest, much more interesting than we've ever been taught here on Earth. Actually, my experiences in this lifetime exceeded what I ever thought was going to happen. When I was young, when I was young, I, I had—I was just like everyone else, you know. I did have some very special experiences, but most of my life was just an ordinary life, you know, with my friends, school, things like that but i did have some very powerful experiences when i when i was young that and it wasn't just me uh, i'll talk about one of them when i was 7 years old and my my younger sister was with me at this time so it wasn't just me it wasn't just my fantasy or something she had, had the experience too and remembered it as a child and as an adult um we were contacted by a very large group of very brilliant blue white high, high frequency beings that had rainbows of light all around them. And she used to call them the rainbow beings. Anyway, they contacted us for a few nights. Their light was very inspirational and it seemed like they knew me. That's what I felt when I was with them. And um, my sister told me, she says, you know that they said we weren't supposed to remember this. She says, but, but I told them, yes, I am going to remember it. Sure, But she's that type of personality anyway, you know. But I was glad she was there with me, too, because we could talk about it. In fact, when I was visiting her, she lives in Arizona. When I was visiting her in Arizona some years ago, she brought it up again. So she remembered it all those years. But they were very inspirational. And they were light beings of very, very high frequency. So uh, it's way beyond this third dimension, you know.
0: So you mentioned the third dimension
1: yeah. and uh,
0: third dimension would be our, our physical reality that earth, air, fire, and water is the physical reality. And, yes. and as a star traveler, you talk about being able to travel from the third dimension to the fourth, to the fifth, to the sixth. What are some of your experiences that you've had in, in traveling to the various dimensions?
1: Oh, wow. Um, well... The dimension beyond this one, the fourth one is the astral. and I've worked on that dimension for decades. work with beings and they're not all that different from here as far as a frequency. I mean there are, there's there's a uh, <clears throat> a range, but there's some of the same things that are going on here as far as their, their thoughts or their experiences or whatever. But one of the guides that I I've worked with on the other dimension, she she worked there, too. and She still works there. Well, she saw me, I guess it was last fall, and she said, oh, you're still here. I thought you'd be gone by now. And I, and I was thinking, oh, my goodness, I've probably been here too, too long <laughs> if she thought I was already gone, you know. But I, I have worked on that dimension. And then beings that I was uh, associated with in other systems contacted me from much higher dimensions than that much more than the fifth, six and higher. And uh, yeah, I had many experiences with that. I also had experiences with uh, the soul groups and the light groups. You know, everyone belongs to a soul group, but they probably don't know that. You're probably not aware of, you know, what, what soul group you belong to. But I remember it was some years ago, I was talking to this chiropractor that I knew for years. And I told him, I said, I saw your soul group. And uh, I, I said that it was, it's quite large, and they're all healers. And I said they're they're planning what their services were going to be in various parts of the universe. And they were like one mind, always in agreement. So I said, if you ever have a problem and, and you, you want, I said, go to your soul group. But people don't aren't even taught about these things down here that they have all these resources that they have. It. I mean, we're not just here by ourselves.
0: <laughs> How do you connect? to a soul group?
1: Well, it's all usually on another dimension. It's, it's not usually generally the third dimension. It's usually another dimension. So some people may do it in their dream state. That may be an easy way for them to do it. And they may be able to bring over that information. Also meditation is very, very important because that opens up a lot of um, experiences. I mean, I was very fortunate in my life because um, Many in my soul group contacted me. Uh, The ancient mentor of our light group contacted me so many times. He's healed me. He's given me energy. He's talked to me about so many things. But everyone in in my light group is telepathic. So we don't even have to, you know, we can just like link our minds. And And it's just like someone sitting right next to you or being right next to you talking clearly. That's how clear it is wow yeah it's just really wonderful and um our our ancient mentor is always there he's he's been absolutely wonderful to me so um yeah like i said and other people have had that experience of him too not just me um when i was in england decades ago uh this man told me about the spiritualistic society said you know and he wrote the address down and and told me to go there and uh he said, I think you'll find this interesting. So I made an appointment with this lady. Um, I, was, I was just lucked out, I got her. She was an English lady, Sylvia. And uh, I think she was married to an Italian because she had Italian last name, very elegantly dressed. And I, had, I told her nothing about me. And as soon as I sat down there, she said, well, there's two beings standing right next to you now, a very great master and his assistant, And the three of you do a great work of light on other dimensions. And she described what he looked like. And I knew she was right because I'd seen him many times. But I've seen him as young, you know, in his prime and and ancient. But she saw him in his prime. So uh, she said, you do a wonderful work of light on the other side. And I hadn't told her, but that particular previous year, every single night, the three of us were going into these realms on another dimension for people on Earth and in other places who had had traumatic experiences when they when they left, and they were like in a state of like shock or something, or they, they they didn't even hard they didn't even move. Sure. We would go into those realms and we would look to see if there was any movement, if anyone was ready to do anything. And I remember myself, um, I went over to a man and I tapped him just slightly on his forehead because I saw a slight movement. And uh, I told him, I said, well, you passed during World War I. And he said, what's World War One?" Because he was in that, you know, he was killed under traumatic circumstances, probably in one of those tunnels or whatever. They had his friend beside him was killed just before him. So anyway, he um, started to research it and then come out, you know, because he was finally ready. But people think, oh, you're taken care of right away. After you pass on, you know, somebody's going to take care of you. But what, what are these people doing there on this other dimension? They've been there for quite a while, some of them. Um, so uh, helpers are like, you know, myself and others have to go in there and help out sometimes. Help out these beings. But anyway, she knew that work. I never told her. I never told anybody. I thought she is good. and when i went back a few years later i tried to get her and i couldn't because she wasn't there anymore and i had somebody else that was a totally different level yeah she you know she couldn't couldn't uh, contact any of that type of information so i was just fortunate the whole thing, and so I talked to one of the masters about it about that man who wrote that thing down. He said, "Well, spirit guided him to do that for you." He was a, a handsome guy, blonde, with a beautiful suit, and uh, it, and he he was looking at the the um, books I was looking at, I guess. So he thought, "Well, since I was looking at these metaphysical books, maybe that I would be open to it." I think that's how it how it all happened. Sure, get a book to read on the plane on the way over. Sure. So that's that that's how it all worked out but I mean it's like his spirit or some you know guided him to do that and it really opened up a lot of it was wonderful. And then she was telling me about the jewels I had accumulated in various worlds, jewels I've never even heard of. I thought my goodness. Wow. And I didn't have a recording of it or anything either, but I, I do remember you know all the things that really impressed me about it.
0: Let's talk about, you've used the word healing a few times. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: uh, my understanding is that in our conversations, you've had physical issues go on with your body and Western Eastern medicine, nothing seems to help. You've actually made contact with guides and in that higher dimensions and somehow they're able to work with healing. Can you talk about that?
1: Well, yes, I've had a lot of experiences with that. Uh, one is my guide, Lucius, and he was with me for years. Um, I had a couple of decades ago, I had a problem with my foot and I went to the hospital and they I got a bad infection that not only turned my feet purple, but it went all the way up, my leg was purple. And they were trying to get antibiotics in the beginning to, to help out. Finally, they found something that was somewhat helpful, but still my leg was purple for three or four months. And so Lucius came to me and he explained the healing that he was doing for me in, in technical detail, every little bit of it. And he said, 24 hours, you had this now it's gone. My leg was back to normal, like nothing had ever happened to it. I mean, who could have done that for me here? Another time, um, when my favorite aunt passed on, I was very upset and, um, he came to me. I could, I could see him. And, and he said, you're overreacting. He said, um, he said, she's, she's not going to return to earth ever. She's going to have her next experience. He said, in a world that has a lot more freedom than this one. And, you know, in another word, she's, it's going to be better for her. So he just wanted me to, you know, just let it go. But then, uh, another time, uh, our ancient mentor talk about healing. Um, I had some pains in one of my organs and uh, I probably would have gone to a medical doctor, but he, um, it was interesting. He had this, large, he was in front of me, but, but on a dimension just beyond me and he had a large pointer and like, it, it was like he was, he blew up the organ. And he said, this is where the infection is right here on the upper right side. And I'm dealing with it now. And he said, you know, it, it's going to bother you for two days he said and after that he said you're going to be fine and that's exactly what happened i never um, had a problem again and some months later i had an ultrasound in that in that area and they said it was in perfect condition now no no one else could have done that for me here probably either i probably would have had to have surgery or or something you know but no he, he took care of me another time i was having an acupuncture treatment And this was about probably about 2015, I think. And uh, it was a Chinese lady. Um, And so she was standing over me and putting a needle near my solar plexus. And then all of a sudden, this powerful energy came down. It was it was a vortex, like a vortex of energy that went deep, deep into me. And he's the one who pushed the needle so deep she thought it was going to be bleeding. And she got scared because she said, never in my life have I ever had an experience like that before. In fact, she had to sit down at her desk. But she said the energy was very good. And I could see this round blue light above me. And and that round, brilliant blue light is the light of our ancient mentor. In fact, my husband has seen the same light. In fact, he said, uh, just about a year ago, he says, oh, there's a, a, a brilliant blue light right over your right shoulder. I said, well... What shape does it take? He said, circular. And then I told him who it was. I said, that that's his light. That's what I see a, a lot of times, you know. But he gave me fantastic experiences. And I didn't know exactly who he was in the beginning. But um, sometimes I'd be working on a painting when I first started painting. And he'd tap my head, put blue there, and then his face would appear in the paint, you know. Or... I'd. Uh, Many times he helped me. Or I was aware that his energy was there. And back in um, 82, I remember, um, he was above me. He was all in white then. And he was showing me scenes from other dimensions. I guess he was, it was going to be a new phase of painting for me. And uh, I did. It, it, it started a new phase of painting. And one of the paintings I did was thought being born, a thought being actually created. I did that one and then I also did that painting that's um, that oil painting on glass that's that's on the back cover of my book which is spirit being born in a cradle of light. I'm sure that was from him too because that was all that time after that that I did those paintings after he showed me a lot of things so he's been very helpful from my creative creative work too. not and and healing you know. But some of the masters have talked to me about him. One of them masters, well, in fact, every time I'm aware on, when I'm on other dimensions that males will always see him and say, oh my goodness, he's so formidable. He's very big, he's very tall. You know, he's over, over seven and a half feet. But his light, he could be, you know, 10, 12 feet too of light. Because our, he's the one who's taking care of our group. He's not only taking care of me, but he takes care of beings in many other constellations at the same time, omnipresent. You know, he just, he can do that. So he knows where we all are, what we're all doing, what, what every thought and feeling we have is. Wow. <laughs> so you, you have absolutely no secrets whatsoever. And uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting experience. But um, and, and, and another one from my light group, Rutella. She's come many times to be with me. And sometimes she'll appear as a very attractive blonde. Other times she'll be a blue light being from her own system, you know, from our system. So she can be either way. And uh, I was talking to our mentor about it. And he said, oh, she's one of us. You know, we're all, he said, everyone in our group loves each other very much. And everyone in our group is beyond the ego. Every single one of them no ego. So you don't have to worry about any of that. It's, they're all be all beyond that long ago.
0: Often people are not beyond the ego and the ego sometimes <clears throat> is like a, a drag on your forward momentum. It keeps causing you to hold back rather than move forward. Can you talk a little bit about the ego and how folks can, expand beyond their ego into that more trans dimensional space of consciousness?
1: Well, I think it's, it's probably um, multifaceted and everything. I don't think it's just one thing or that, but it's a realization that you are more than your personality. You are more than your ego. And um, I think as people have more in-depth experiences and get to know their being, their interior of their own being uh and feel very very directed from there they won't be directed so much from the ego mm-hmm. so um i think we have these deep deep spaces within us that we're not even aware of because we all came from source anyway so we all we all were all we have an essence within us and uh I think most of us don't get our direction from there. Sometimes we get these thoughts that keep repeating or, or whatever thoughts we have in our mind and we think that's it. But I know I've had so many experiences over my lifetime in which I have seen other aspects of myself from higher dimensions that don't even look like me. And I've also seen my greater presence many times too. And my greater presence is like, wow, you know, she was showing me all the lives that I've had and how they all fit together. And then she was inserting the last two lives into the center, and I thought, how interesting she's putting them in the center rather than, you know, it's not a sequential thing. So I don't know. I don't know how they organize it, but they're. But she is very powerful. I've seen her going through this, this like me at a soul level, I guess you'd say. But um, she was rapidly going through another the fourth dimension, very, very fast. And she stopped very quickly because she saw this man was terrorizing other men there. And uh, she immediately, like one second, she removed his body form and, and another one second later, he fought for his head, but she removed that. And his underlying light was shown. So I knew what soul, soul group he belonged to when I saw his light. Wow, But uh, she wasn't going to be having, you know, all of those people being terrorized there. And she, in fact, she told, I've seen her interact with our ancient mentor. And uh, she told him, I don't want her knowing that now. I don't want her overwhelmed. I'm only one aspect here, Mm -hmm. one aspect. So uh, I don't have all her knowledge or anything like that, but I can connect. And I, I know the thoughts of many of them and this, some of their experiences and it's fantastic. I know one time um, I was picking up, this was uh, probably about 2015 too. I was coming back from a class and um, I, I could feel my, the ancient mentor's presence uh, near me for a few hours. And then I went to a grocery store and I came out of the grocery store and then immediately he transferred my consciousness to the sixth dimension. And I got to experience what love experiences there, the power and the exquisite beauty of it, way beyond anything you know in this dimension. So he gave me that experience. I didn't give that myself. Or, or uh, she didn't give it to me. He gave that to me. Mm-hmm. just wanted you to be aware of it, that um, uh, creation and love and all these things are so much faster than we're exposed to here. It's so much more beautiful, too.
0: Wow. Sounds... Sounds just magnificent the way you the way you describe those other realms of consciousness.
1: Yeah, it's I've seen some of these other forms, um other expressions, you say, because they're different energy frequencies. But I saw one um that I know is is, is my um one of my aspects from another dimension. And she's very, very tall, and she's part bird and part human, and her whole body is covered in feathers and the the head is like a bird but it has um, tiny tiny white iridescent feathers covering her face and that and uh, it's so beautiful you wouldn't even you don't, don't even know their feathers until you get very close because they're so so tiny but around her were these big purple purple bands of light too so i know that she was purple and white So those are some of the energies she expresses in in that dimension. And I know that's just one of the aspects of my greater reality. So um, definitely when I was a little kid, I never expected all this. And I never expected these experiences. But I guess, you know, um, I'm still connected is what it is. I'm still connected. The fact that I'm clairvoyant helps a lot, too. Because I can see these things in other dimensions, maybe other people might not have that ability sure. you know? and I'm telepathic. So um, that all those things help a lot.
0: What about the you know right now there seems to be a lot of agitation in the energy fields around the earth and people and environments and governments and politics. just seems like a lot more. Things are going on here to create destabilization of, I'll call it, consciousness. Uh, what would be some of your recommendations for folks to how to how to calm themselves down to be able to ride out this this uh, experiences that we're going through right now?
1: Well, probably it's, it's better not to be constantly exposed to it because anything you're constantly exposed to is you're going to have an effect on you. So just limit the amounts of, um, just, just get the information you really need, you know, because, um, uh, that can really change your, um, uh, change your, uh, having an influence on your mind and your emotions and maybe even, and your body. Sure. So, so you're
0: you, saying that the thoughts that you think affect your physical body?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. In fact, um, I remember one time when I, when I was, uh, psychologist at the county office and then I, I became a manager of a lot of programs and because they wanted me to I didn't even want to do that job but they wanted me to do it and so anyway when you have that many programs and that many people in that there's always some things you have to deal with there's always stresses in that so I made I, I, I felt stressed sometimes and uh, I made a decision one one day that I wasn't going to have it be bothering me anymore and I went into work and the head secretary had been there for like 30 years. She said, what happened to you? She says, you look younger. You don't look tired. I said, I made a decision. I made a decision. That's how powerful it is if you really make a decision and mean it.
0: Wow. Well, Gene, we really enjoyed having our conversation today. And and before we conclude, I, I, I know there's people in the audience who would like to be able to learn more about your experiences and your stories and your travels, what are some ways that the audience can connect with you?
1: Well, um, I I wasn't sure about giving out my email address, but that they can read the book because that visions of a star traveler that's on Amazon and many other places. And people have bought it interesting already from uh, a lot of people from England, of course, America, Canada, Australia, Germany. So, I mean, I, I have, written a few things on on youtube and maybe that's how it happened i don't know but um there's a lot of information there in that particular book visions of a star traveler uh about my experiences my background and all that and uh then i have another book coming out maybe this year or next year i'm not sure because i've got i've pretty much finished it up the first half of the book is inspirational material I received over the years. And the second half is more experiences that I had from the higher dimensions. And also experiences with the light groups, which I don't think most people are aware of light groups. And we all belong to one, we may not know it, but we all have dominant energies that we resonate with. Wow. And, and uh, I, I know what our group is, but our group can be any group, though, too, because I saw myself uh, on another dimension changing my energy to uh, to fit in with other groups. So I would be truly one of them. I saw myself doing this block by block of energy. Wow. And uh, then also I met some of the leaders from some of those groups. Uh, they're absolutely every single one of them. Just so beautiful. So, you know, so fantastic, really. Um, and I have worked with some of them, and some of them I, I plan to work with, you know, in the future. I think I told you I saw your mother was passed on now, and, and I know what group she belongs belongs to. And I, I, she and I had a conversation.
0: Purple, wasn't it? Purple, you told me my yes. mom was yes. purple.
1: Yes, she loves she loves the energy that she is. She and she loves her group. So I came to see her with three or four other beings all wearing purple too. So we were all together in a group. So she felt very much at home. That's great. Well, Jean, thank you.
0: Thank you very much for the opportunity of interviewing you and hearing your stories. They were inspirational and create new possibilities for people who didn't even imagine it was possible to, to travel dimension to dimension to dimension. And you'd mentioned vehicles such as you know meditation, you know close, close your eyes, create stillness, uh, don't expose yourself over and over again to stimulate you know social media kind of things. and also, you mentioned about the dreams i next time we talk, well let's talk more about the dreams because i I know dreams are are a fascinating subject, especially I'm a psychologist and you're a psychologist, and I know we'll have a great conversation. So thank you very much gene for for being with us today on the Mindful You podcast. Thank you, Alan. Thank you for listening. And please catch us on the next great episode of the Mindful You podcast. And please share us with your friends and fellow travelers on the path.